mix. So as promised at the start of this week's show, we're going to be chatting to Giles Peterson. The Essential House. How did the brand new album, the Masterpiece album, come about? Hey, Anthony. Um, well, it's uh, an album which I've been working on for about a year now. I did a few records uh, recently. I did a record called Incredible Sound Off, which came out on Sony about eight years ago, which, which was kind of interestingly opened me up to a different audience to my more niche crowd that would normally follow me in my albums and I did a record a couple of years ago called um, called Defected on Defected which was which was great um, and so I think on the back of that ministry thought it would be quite cool for me to do something similar for them and um, I was only too happy to do it I, I, I really enjoyed the albums that they'd released as masterpiece records by Fabio and Groove Rider and Francois Kevorkian and I thought it would be really good and they said you can have three CDs and uh, just get busy and do what you want to do The Essential House So where did the um, names for the Dusk, the Dawn and the Twilight come from? Is that obviously, obviously different styles of music? Um, sort of I mean I just needed to get, to be honest with you I did three separate CDs they all had their own sort of vibe but when they said well we've got to think of a name for each of them I just sort of pulled that one out of the air really it didn't really I mean you know it was <laughs> it was basically it seemed to fit the different mixes at that time uh, so it, was, it wasn't something you sat for hours thinking about then no, I'm, to be honest with you, I'm not somebody who, when it comes to sort of doing mixes and doing stuff like this, I don't really over-analyse it, because I think the moment you start overthinking it, it becomes really difficult. Right. So I'm somebody who just likes to sort of, you know, generally try and get it done pretty quickly and have a listen to it the next day and maybe do a couple of little changes if need be, but I don't sort of ponder on it too much otherwise my mind will just overwork and I'll get stressed out The Essential House um, So on the album obviously there's quite a few tracks on there out of each CD which ones are your standout tracks? Wow well it's difficult on CD1 I was just always been playing subtract Hold On I think that's a really great track and I think that they're a really interesting group because they're going to do really well this year he's done one of the best albums of the year actually Subtract and uh, Santa's got a brilliant voice so I'd actually play Hold On from CD1 from CD2 I think I'd slip in a little bit of oh yeah I don't know I'd maybe play a little bit of Dinosaur L Go Bang because this is one of my all-time favourite sort of proto dance tracks, so I've slipped that one from there. And on CD three, I would play, I would play, I'd play Freeze, Southern Freeze, because it's one of my favourite sort of jazz funk tracks of all time, and it's very much sort of, I don't know, it was a track that I heard when I was probably fifteen or sixteen, and it really made me want to be a DJ. So yeah, Southern Freeze. The Essential House. On the album, was it just a, a matter of up-to-date tracks, all tracks, all the tracks that you like and tracks that were working for you on the dance floors? Is that why you decided to put it together this way, or was yeah, it... Yeah, a little bit. I mean, you know, I knew that I had to do this album. They asked me to sort of get working on it at the beginning of the year. I gave them probably about 80 tracks to licence. They got about 50 tracks licensed and they just told me which ones were licensed and they said, okay, can you get it done? And I was like, yeah, can't wait. Spent the next two days doing it and uh, this is how it came out. And uh, I thought the balance was really 
fine in the end you know there's a good 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 mixture of old and new a lot of contemporary stuff that I'm really into a lot of bands that I think are really exciting this year but also you know little little bits of bobs of, of my heritage thrown in in there so you know it kind of bumps nicely as a house record at times and it goes a little bit more acid and a little bit electro a little bit psychedelic weird and wonderful The Essential House So is there are the albums like a true capture of what people can expect to see you when you play live to a degree yeah I mean it, it's difficult to always satisfy everybody when you're me as a DJ because as I've been doing it for quite some time I've sort of gone over a lot of different generations clubbing generations so some people might have grown up on me when I was playing more of a jazz set or more of a sort of you know trip hop set or more of a drum and bass period because I've kind of been through you know quite a lot of different moments <laughs> in club culture so but you know these days I tend to play a lot of new music and I play I suppose quite a lot of house influenced music I wouldn't say I'm a house DJ but sometimes people are surprised when they hear me because they're like oh god Giles plays and Giles played house records but I've always played house records but people are a bit surprised by that and I think people also I think a lot of DJs tend to be a little bit too obsessed by the BPM these days and they're kind of just thinking about how they're mixing records more than how the records sound and a lot of DJs are you know, they wouldn't go from 117 beats per minute to 127 beats per minute, you know, over one record. And I, I tend to do that a little bit more. I'm more sort of, you know, ambitious in that way. So, you know, you get what you get. But I mean, I think that generally you'd get a mixture. All those tracks that are on the brand new ministry are all tracks that I've played this year, Out and About. The Essential House. The talking of Out and About, whereabouts can people catch you playing over the next couple of months? Are you going to be battling forwards to Ibiza, um, Amsterdam dance event, that type of thing? Yeah, uh, I'm trying to, at the moment, I just did, uh, I just got back yesterday from an American and Canadian tour. Um, and um, basically, I'm going off to Japan. I'm going to be in Japan and Asia in um, in September, Singapore. Um, I'm doing the Harvest Festival, which is in south of England on the 10th and the 11th of September. Um, what am I looking at? I'm just looking at my diary at the moment. Um, and then in October, I'm in... Uh, I'm doing some London shows. I'm doing Tel Aviv. I'm going to St. Ives in Cornwall. I haven't been up to North East for a while. I haven't done anything in the north of England for quite a while, actually, or even in Manchester. Or I need to kind of rectify that because I love playing um, all over the UK and it means you don't have to catch aeroplanes either. So that's always a lot better for me. On your live sets at the moment, are you sticking with CDs? Are you still going off vinyl? Are you using all the new up-to-date like Tractor, Serato, that type of stuff? Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty much CDs, depending on what club it is. I might play vinyls if I know the club's got really good sounds, audio sounds. There's a few clubs in the world that I bring vinyls to, for right. example, Plastic People or Air in Tokyo or somewhere like Yellow in... Oh, I'm sorry, somewhere like Cielo in, in New York, there's this club in Tel Aviv called The Block that's got such an amazing sound system. So for some, some clubs I'll bring vinyl, but generally it's CD. But I do think that within the next few months I'm going to be going straight out of the key and using those new 2000s. Right. Because uh, because that's too easy and I can, you know, I'm, I'm, at the moment I'm burning too many CDs. It's not good for the environment. <laughs> 
Too many hotel rooms burning CDs, smoking cigarettes. Not good. Oh, when you're sitting there and you think, I haven't brought a marker with us, so I don't know what to write on the CDs, and you drastically look for some letter. Yeah. Terrible. Apart from the Ministry album, have you got anything else forthcoming? I've done. I've got a label called Browser Records, so we've got some stuff coming out on that. We've got um, uh, a, an album I produced by a singer called Zara McFarlane, which is a great jazz record. Um, I've done a new compilation, which is a, a series I do called Browns and Bubblers Volume Seven. That's coming out at the end of September. That's a really nice selection of sort of new soul and interesting, quirky little bits around at the moment. Um, I also came back recently from Cuba and I did a new album over there, Havana Cultura Volume 2, which um, I'm really excited about. I went over there with Maller as well, the producer, the dubstep producer, and uh, he did his version of the album at the same time as me doing my album. So we had two sort of studios going at once. That was really good. Um, so yeah, quite a lot of stuff. I've done a few remixes as well, a bit of production here and there. I'm doing a remix for the Bees at the moment. And uh, and uh, yeah, very active. The Essential House. Um, where can people find out about your label and find out about Giles Peterson? What are the website addresses, etc. can they go to? So you've got, you've got um, GilesPetersonWorldwide.com. That's the best one. That's got everything. Or I think you've got browserrecords.com as well. But if you go gilespetersonworldwide.com, you've got everything there. You've got my label. You've got my podcasts. You've got all of that stuff. So that's kind of, that'll get you everything you need from, from me, really. The Essential 